guys. Welcome to Murder Happy Hour. What's up? I just want you all to know that I put on my my fake voice for that intro every time. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's if you work in the customer service industry, you totally know. Oh yeah. Any kind of customer service. It could be literally anything. Mhm. Or apparently if you podcast as well. Yeah. Fun fact, I used to be a radio, I went to school for communications and I was a radio intern. That's fun. Yeah, I did the um, death announcement. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's not so fun, but. (laughs) I think. That is, that's actually kind of ironic. Yeah, funny how life comes around. I, I, uh have been on the radio just like randomly for community events and such and I kind of thought it would be so fun to be in the radio business but then we decided to start a podcast and that has been yeah way more fun I'm not so great live I liked doing the radio but at the time that I was like doing this when I was a lot younger not that I'm old now by any means but I was always, like, super self-conscious and didn't want to do it. Now I just don't care. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I know. I have to laugh. So if I could go back to my 18-year-old self, my freshman year of college, like, in speech class, like, I was terrified. There was nothing worse than public speaking of any sort or, like, writing things down like I mean speech like Mm -hmm. writing a speech and having to give the speech and I remember having to videotape ourselves and it was like an assignment where yeah where you taped yourself giving the speech and then you had to like go back and criticize it and like taping it was awful criticizing it was awful like I was awful I hated listening to my voice now I'm like oh I'm gonna listen to my own podcast episode (laughs) I'm so funny I don't I don't listen to the full episode just because of the fact that um A I'm lazy and B I'm lazy. <laughs> and I'm I listen like, Yeah, well I listen when I'm editing and then usually I go after they release and make sure that it doesn't sound terrible. Like if you guys were the first ones to listen to the Delphi- Delphine Lalaurie episode and it was backwards. <laughs> so now I listen to them all a little bit to make sure that they're... Yeah, it's not that I don't like listening to myself, but I just, I'm just lazy. I have no other excuse. And I've been really into audiobooks lately. Mm. Kind of like, also, I have a list of like a half a million shows that I want to watch. But... I continue watching Friends every night. I know. I've just been been needing a little bit of positivity because not only now am I like weekly reading about terrible murders, but the world also really sucks right now. (laughs) So I'm like, everything is terrible. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the nineties and laugh at Joey and Phoebe. Yes. I love Friends. I had We're I have watching an animal show. Exactly. I'm watching Desperate Housewives right now. That was good. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, I watched it when I was in high school, and I was like, yeah, I think I could binge that again. So, but no, I have a ton of like books I want to read, podcasts I want to yeah. listen to, and all that. And it's just like 
at the end of the day, I'm tired and I just want to watch a little bit of Desperate Housewives. Yep. Before I pass out. And... Exactly. I have watched a few episodes, though, of The Good Place. You recommended that one to me. Yes. I think, I think that, that one's funny. I'm going to out of that. Mm-hmm. It's like a, and it's short, so it's like yeah, nice, quick thing to watch. We've been, my husband and I have been watching, um, oh, what's it called? United We Fall, it's called. Oh. And it's just like a half hour, like, funny sitcom about these parents and they have two kids and something different. I guess we could talk about this week's case. I, I mean, guess we could. We haven't done our TV show recommendation time in a while. Oh. <laughs> I had to do that. Lie okay. to me is also one more. Lie to me oh. is also a really good one that's on Hulu that they only did like three seasons of it, but that one's super good. If oh, nice. It's an old one. I've, I just rewatched it again not that long ago because, you know, why not watch one of the new ones that I have on my list? But whatever. But yeah, anyway. So, yeah, besides all of our TV show recommendations, this week is another listener suggestion. It is. From Laura. She told me I could use her name. Great. Thank you, Laura. We love love the suggestions. Yeah. This one was, like, I am curious where on earth she ever heard about this case because it's super obscure and just, like, not a lot of information on it. And yeah, so it was a good one. It's interesting. Um, so we are throwing it back to March of 2000 um, in New Jersey. And I'm going to be honest with you. It even took me like reading a couple articles to figure out where this happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Dover, Dover County? What? Where is this? I'm like trying to Google it, but I figured out it was New Jersey. Yeah. Um, the things you find are like news articles from the time. So it's. Mm-hmm. So it was like, obviously they knew where they lived. Cause that was where yeah. the newspaper was from. Um, so the case is the murder of Andrew Harms. Um, Andrew was a 38 year old, um, father. He was a self-employed welder or previously a self-employed welder. He was currently working at a place called Brick Auto Body. Um, He lived with his fiancée, Karen Niedermeyer, and their six children. Um, Christopher, who... (laughs) Yeah. Christopher, or CJ, um, Andrew Jr., Patrice, and Allison Harms, who were... Andrew's kids, and then Eric Niedermeyer and Sean, who were her kids. Just a um, little big bunch. Yeah, for sure. Um, and their neighbors all described them as, you know, nice family. They were religious. They attended church every Sunday. They were pretty quiet, considering that there was six children living in the house. Um they played outside. They helped the neighbors out. Um, one of the neighbors said, quote, you won't find a nicer family in New Jersey. Isn't that always how it goes? I know, right? <laughs> I feel like that's always the case. Like, if you <laughs> if you murder somebody or you get murdered, everybody's always like, oh, but they were such a nice person. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't say that about me. <laughs> They'd well, be like, 
then you're in luck. You're probably not going to get murdered. <laughs> no, I'd probably murder somebody. <laughs> and we'd all be like, yeah, we saw that coming. <laughs> she was bound to snap. <laughs> <laughs> Actually weird, but she had this podcast. It was called Murder Happy Hour. <laughs> I'll talk about it on the podcast. I'll do a, I'll do a one last episode once you go to prison for murder. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so, yeah, but this nice, happy, normal family, um, unfortunately, as you probably know how our show goes by now, um, things took a turn for the worse. So, one morning, um, Andrew and his son, CJ, got in a fight over none other than a container of missing chocolate frosting. Like, what the what? <laughs> and this was, like, a very, like, hard fact in all the articles yeah. and whatever. Like, I don't know why. I don't know. Yes, it was chocolate and it was frosting. And I don't know why it was important, but they were fighting over it. Um, so they started fighting about it in the morning. And then the fight continued at night. So they actually were sitting down as a family together to discuss it. I don't know if they were discussing the missing frosting or if this was just, like, if the turmoil had, like, you know, caused Mm. more in-depth discussion. But either way, they were having a little family meeting, I suppose. Well, things got heated between Andrew and CJ. And Andrew took him out into the garage so that they weren't having to fight in front of all the other kids. Um... Andrew accused his son of stealing the frosting, and they got in this huge fight. Um, It was reported that CJ was saying, I hate you, I hate you, to his dad, Um, which he he was 10. He was a 10-year-old kid, so, you know, you're getting in a fight with your dad. While I'm looking, like, into it, his parents had separated a few months before. Like, it was kind of a tumultuous time maybe not outwardly but he was obviously going through stuff with that I mean as a kid that was raised in a divorced household that's not something that you're just like oh okay like no matter if you're oh for sure exactly so that played a part in his mental mental health at the time well of course and so yeah obviously this was more than about the missing frosting. Yeah. Um, so as he's seeing this, um, Andrew tries to hand CJ a kitchen knife. And at first CJ refused. He was like, no, he didn't take it. Then he finally did hand him the knife and he took it. And the dad says, if he hate, like if he hated him so much, why don't you stab me? Like he's threatening his kid, trying to tell his 10 year old kid to stab him and kept saying this over and over. And finally CJ stabbed his dad in the chest. Yeah. Isn't it ironic that it just like, whether he meant to or didn't mean to that he found, got it in like the perfect spot. Yeah. It like went right through his heart. Yeah. This escalated quickly. And that takes a lot of force to like, yes. shut. A knife, through. a kitchen knife into first, first of all to puncture their skin, but to go all the way through their heart that takes a lot of force. 
Yes. And this kid is 10 years old. And like, why? I guess my question here, too, is where did this knife come from? Like, did Andrew bring it out to the garage with him? Or was it just like sitting around? Like, it just seems really strange. Yeah. Or was he like how my husband is and is like, oh, I need this for something. Now it's going to sit there for three weeks. (laughs) Sure. Actually, that's hilarious because... I can never find our scissors, and I and I can guarantee you that the scissors are sitting in our garage, like, on this on little table we have, you know, because we needed to open a package outside or something. <laughs> so I guess, I mean, this guy, maybe it wasn't so weird that there was a knife in the garage, but, yeah. So... Um, I don't know how reliable this source was. I only read it in one place, but... Um, it says there was one witness to this, um, Andrew's friend, Jesse, and he actually said that Andrew's last words were, would you believe the kid did that? Um, so anyway, in all this turmoil, whether or not there was a witness or not, obviously, like the kid stabbed his dad. And so, um, Karen, his fiance called 911 and brought they came they brought Andrew to the hospital and he was pronounced dead at the hospital. Yeah, it he didn't really stand a chance. I mean, if it goes directly through your heart. Yeah. You the cops were called, they did like an investigation or whatever. And he wasn't charged with murder cuz I mean, does a 10-year-old really know that yeah, that was their reasoning. Um, he was so young, and he was technically, um, you know, provoked into this. You know, it wasn't like he took grabbed the knife and set out yeah. to murder his dad. Well, and it sounded like there was, like they said, maybe not a long term like argument between the two of them, but it definitely built up quickly into yep. the situation that ended up. Which, obviously, it had to have built up pretty quickly for... Right. Well, and then, too, they had to... They looked into the background of it, and CJ had never been in any trouble with the law before. He hadn't been in any trouble in school. Nothing major as far as, like, behavioral problems at home. Um, So, basically, just this issue with his dad. And like you said, the neighbors said that he was, like, a good kid. He was willing to help. So that doesn't really... Typically, kids that have issues that are deep enough to be killing someone aren't, like, the kids that are eager to mow your grass. (laughs) No, they're the kids, like, starting fires and killing animals. (laughs) And wetting the bed. Yep. (laughs) The trifecta. We know this. Yeah. One of my friends always brings that up. Like, she's like, oh... Is it this? And I'm like, stop it. That's not the only thing that makes you a serial killer, for the love of God. <laughs> a four-year-old wets the bed. Doesn't oh. mean it's a serial of, of the three, I feel like that one is probably, especially on its own, the least of your worries. Lots of kids wet the bed. That's fine. Yeah. Um, they ended up charging CJ with manslaughter. And... Actually, they were, like, really focusing on, instead of putting him in any sort of, like, jail or juvenile detention center or whatever, they were really just focusing on 
more of like a rehabilitation for him. I mean, 10 years old, like you are a tiny baby child at 10 years old. Like you're prob like the problem here obviously was with the family and there's so much more to it, but yeah. So yeah. even in, even if he did get charged with the highest sentence that he could have, it would have been three years in a juvenile detention center. And I, I never did find any articles where it followed up to see exactly what he was, but it didn't sound like he was sentenced to that. No, so you wonder, did he serve any time? Or are they just like, like, no, this kid's been through enough, like. Right, and I suppose since he was a juvenile, that's why nothing was ever reported yeah. on it. Locked up pretty tight. Yeah, so um, we talked about how, like, this family was such a nice little family and like everything was perfect and you know, the Brady Bunch or whatever. But um, looking a little deeper, there was some interesting things going on in the history with the dad, with Andrew, Um, I guess in the nineties and this, so this happened in 2000. So just like right previously to this he was um charged with a few different things um including violating a restraining order um yeah (laughs) domestic violence which as morgan had mentioned um he was separated from his wife and so these two things were in relation to that um and then also terrorist threats oh Yeah, and he was arrested a few times. He spent some time in prison for illegal weapon possession and drug possession. So not a stand-up guy. No, but then again, it's like, like, who knows, too? Like, sometimes people go through rough patches and have crazy things, but, yeah. So, I mean... a rough patch, or... (laughs) Yeah, I suppose, maybe not. Domestic, Domestic violence and terrorist threats might be... You know, that's a little hint, extreme for me. Hinting at something a little darker. So who knows? Was the dad trying to hide his dark side with his happy new relationship and family with Karen? Or Karen? Was he of really changed? Karen. Of course. <laughs> Karen. Karen. Um, but his friend Jesse, who was the supposed witness to this, um, said he had changed and that a lot of his troubles had to do with like he was angry with the divorce and like not being able to see his kids like his wife or ex-wife was keeping the kids from him and so who knows what happened there because obviously the kids were living with him but anyway just yeah. a little like he's little. angry about not seeing his kids but the kids are with him so, so like, well, yeah so you wonder like was there a custody battle amidst all of this, you know, beforehand? And maybe he ended up, you know, on the good side of it. I don't know. There's, like, not a lot of information. These were just kind of things that were were touched on. As, you know, in most cases that we see like this, there's, like, half the people being like, oh, my gosh, super great, religious, happy, la, la, la. And then some people being like, oh, but, yeah, remember that this person... Yeah. Time in prison. <laughs> that he spent time in prison. Yeah, like, you've, are we just forgetting about that? Or are right. we not going to mention it? Or... <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. That's that. And I think the thing I'm most curious about is, like, whatever happened to CJ. Yeah. 
which hopefully for his sake, they like let him change his name and he just like got to live a semi, you know, normal. Yes. I hope he got some intense therapy and that he very clearly needed. Yes. And like was able to move on and put his past behind him. But yikes, what a horrible situation. I know. Like you never want to see a kid stab their dad. Oh, I mean, it's a pretty, and like, obviously you'd have to be provoked pretty hard to stab somebody, but so yeah, this one, I mean, this one's a different one than what we would normally cover because it's very cut and dry, like what happened, but we just don't really know too much of the backstory behind it. We don't know what happened to him before this. Yeah, there's so many questions. Like, not. They're, like, honestly, I don't even think I got to Google page two. Because it was, like, finding random articles of, like, totally different stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Google was not my best friend on this one. I was struggling. Yeah, it was crazy. Although I was having fun going through, like, trying to find random newspaper articles. And was, like digging deep into the Asbury Park Press. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever that is. New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey, I guess. <laughs> so this one was kind of a fun one. I mean, it was something yeah. out of our norm. It's nice to branch yeah. out a little bit. I, yeah, it's fun. I really like to get ones that are, like, never even heard of at all and that are super different. So thanks, Laura. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear what Laura thinks happened. Yes, I would as well. Laura, when you listen to this, let me know. What do you think happened? Yeah, and where on earth did you hear this case? Yeah, where did you find this? Because apparently we need to have you be doing some case finding for us. Yeah, we could, like, hire you. Yeah. We don't pay well. We don't pay at all, but that's beside (laughs) the point. Exactly. We'd give you credit for something (laughs) we sure would for what i'm not sure but we would we we really would so this one's going to be a short and sweet one but that's okay they don't all need to be a hundred years long of us talking our ears off yeah i mean you guys came for tv recommendations and murder and you got them both (laughs) Did they come for TV recommendations? <laughs> they did not. <laughs> but they got it anyways. They sure did. You're welcome, listeners. We always got something to offer you. Exactly. Maybe not something you want, but... But we got it. But yeah, thanks for listening. Whether yeah. you enjoyed the whole episode or only the murder part, we don't care. If you I don't mean, like we care. It. If you don't like it, blame Laura. Oh, sure. So first we're giving her credit. Now we're telling people to come after her. And there's another one that Laura actually requested that'll be coming sometime down the road. Mm -hmm. But if you would like to be like Laura and have your name shouted 17 times during an episode, hit us up. Give us your suggestion. You can also anonymously suggest things. (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to force you. We're not going to like... We have lots of cases that we don't mention anybody's name. So either way, if you got something, send it our way. Heck yeah. We're coming up. We should mention too. We're coming up on a year here. 
We are. Very soon, I think, what, in, like, October? Less than a month. No, September. Oh. Yeah, I was, um... I better get to work on that, then. (laughs) I know I was going to talk to you about that. (laughs) We have a, maybe a special surprise for you. We'll see. Yeah, we have, maybe. Maybe. It depends, because we're running out of time, but, you know, yeah, September. We've been at this for a year. It's crazy. It seems mm-hmm. like forever, but, like, not that long at the same time. I know. And, like, props to everybody who has stuck with us for this whole time and told your friends about us. That's great. Yeah, we're we're hanging in there. We're not losing people, I don't feel like. No. You know what my favorite part is? So, so we use, obviously, as you hear on our ad, that's the same every single week. We uh, use Anchor for... Our, like our podcast distribution yeah. or whatever. And so it tracks, it keeps track of how many people listen to your episodes. And my favorite part is as soon as the episode is released, there's like a good chunk of people who listen to it right away. And I just think that's so fun that there's people literally waiting till like 5 p.m. on Wednesday to listen to us. It is. That's fun. really awesome. Mm-hmm. Makes me happy. I'm glad you guys are enjoying us. Mm-hmm. Continue to enjoy us because we've got something cool coming for our one year anniversary. Yes. Tentatively. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. <laughs> well, until next time, stay safe and lock your freaking doors. Bye. Bye. Bye.